This episode was sponsored by Critical Dice and the Endless Bag of Dice. Welcome to the Compendium, a resource designed to help you spend less time learning D&D and more time actually playing. So then they get something called Eldritch Invocations. And these, I always describe them as, is typically passive, always on powers. And there's a massive list that they've only expanded over the years for the different books of things that you can pick. Some of them have prerequisites, like who your patron is or have level prerequisites, but the vast majority don't. And so they will typically do things that uh, like, um, one of the most popular, for example, it's called Agonizing Blast. And, and the chart that explains your spell slots also has how many evocations you know. And that kind of goes up to okay. a max of uh, eight evocations. And you start out with two evocations at level two. Uh, so the one of the most uh, kind of the favorite one is the very first one, Agonizing Blast. And the prerequisite is you have to know the Elder's Blast cantrip. That makes sense. And when you cast it, you can add your charisma modifier to the damage on a hit and there are very few things in D&D 5e that let you add a bonus to damage to a cantrip so if you're doing standard array or point by or heck probably most likely even if you're doing um uh rolling you know uh 46 drop the lowest it's really easy to have a 16 for your starting charisma so that means that your Eldritch Blast cantrip that doesn't run out is going to do 1d10 plus 3 damage every time. So explain, like you have, rewind a little bit. Sure. You said you have two of these starting out? Two evocation, invocations, yes. So, but it's not, like, it's not like a spell slot where you have two nope. uses of something. These, these are, you have, like, it's like all- having two different cars that you can like drive. Or something, uh, right? They both exist. It's it's more they're like there think with of it, you. Yeah, they're they're always on passive abilities that you just have. Okay, so think about it like how it's almost like you're getting a new racial trait uh, from character creation, right? Like, so okay. you know how when you look at elf, it says that they have that they uh, are resistant to charm and they can't be put to sleep. Mm-hmm. You, that's not a spell slot you have to cast. That's just a thing that's true about you. These invocations as a warlock are now just new things that are true about you and they just happen for the most part. Okay. So it's not a cantrip. Correct. It's not a spell. It's, it's just, just like feature. you're exuding the ability to do this at will. Mm-hmm. Anytime, yes. doesn't run out. Right. And there are... Uh, a couple of other ones, like the very next one called Armor of Shadows, and this is a pretty typical construction as well, where it's always available, but you have to choose to use it. Um, Armor of Shadows says you can cast the spell Mage Armor on yourself at will without expending a spell slot or material components. So it basically makes this first level spell a cantrip for you. Okay. In a sense. So it's, it's, it's always active. That choice is always there, but you still have to make that choice. And there's other things like, you know, uh, casting this guy's self and levitate and speak with animals and all that kind of stuff. Again, just at will without sp- spending a spell slot. 
So this is another way that they make up for um, the very minuscule amount of spell slots, even though they recharge on a short rest. Gotcha. Okay. Wow. So that, I mean, it makes sense with this being just like the class that it is, but that has already given a pretty wide berth to possibilities or usages or magic use. The customization of this class is credible. I love it. Yeah. And it kind of makes sense because if you're borrowing essentially Mm -hmm. magic from somebody else, it makes sense that it would seem really um, patchworked together. Yes. Because you're not you're not taking everything at once, right? You're you're taking a little of this, a little of that, and those things don't necessarily go together by themselves because you yes. don't get the whole picture. So looking at it that way, uh, you know that that kind of makes sense too. It's still weird and confusing, and I feel like as a player, this would be so hard to keep track of. Maybe it's not, but it, it adds an interesting way to modify this character. Yeah, absolutely. And warlocks are, are fan favorites. People love warlocks as just mains as well as uh, multi-classing elements. Uh, but it's one of those classes where if I, I have a brand new player to the game who wants to be a warlock, I will try to give them extra attention and and help because it is, I, I, want, I don't want to call it an advanced class because it feels like I'm trying to you know dissuade people from playing the class, but it just has a lot of it's moving more parts. It's more involved, has a lot of moving parts, and so it's going to require extra attention, either from the player or from the player in the DM, as they help them do that. I think um, uh, for narrative reasons, the ranger is also similar in that way. Mm -hmm. And so that all happens, so that's at level... Two. Two. So that's your level two bump, is that you get the Eldridge uh, invocations. Right. Um, which is, I mean, powerful just for like a level two, cause you usually get to level two pretty quick. And I feel like your, your level one is going to get you to your level two pretty fast. If you don't have enough dice to make it through your game after every single set gets put in dice jail, make sure you check out the critical dice and their endless bag of dice. You can get a new set of dice delivered to your doorstep every single month for as low as seven bucks a month. Compendium listeners can actually also get a special offer by using the code Compendium, C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M, for 50% off of your first month of dice. Just go to thecriticaldice.com and use that code at checkout. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to our conversation this week. If you haven't done so already, it would really help us out if you would take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. The Compendium is also on Patreon. So if you like listening, that is a great way to help contribute to the content that we create. New episodes are available every Tuesday and Friday or Monday and Thursday if you're a patron. And you can always keep up with us between episodes by following us on social media. Just look up the compendium, that's C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Jason also shares a bunch of great content and plot hooks on his page, The Critical Dice. So make sure that you check him out and follow him as well. Thanks so much for tuning in and we will see you guys next time.